In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're going to talk all about goal setting. We're going to talk about stepping your foot back into that gym. Maybe it's for the first time. Maybe it's for the hundredth. But those things that you want to think about when you do that. And we're going to talk about vision boards because who doesn't want one of those? Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. So by now, we have run our race, we crossed the finish line, and we are enjoying every aspect of Disney we possibly can. We're soaking it all in. I can't wait for this. Yes, I know. So we have one more episode of interesting, fun stuff before we tell you all about our race, because we can't tape this episode while we're at Disney World. Right. We can't take our little podcast room on the airplane. It doesn't fit. There are way too many blankets for the only check-ons that we have. (laughs) So we're going to talk about some of the things that have driven us so far in our journey to be able to get there. And then next week, we're going to fill you in on all of the nitty gritty about how amazing the race has been. So Our first segment is all about habits and goals. This is a good time of year to think about these things. Yes. And I feel like, you know, you're going back to the gym. You're creating a workout plan for the gym. You have this big lofty goal in mind. And it's really important to break that goal down into achievable steps, like we talked about last week. Yes. So we have read quite a few books about habits. It's like a science. If we could turn you to James Clear, Atomic Habits, and Jennifer Sincero's Badass Habits, those are two of our favorite books um, that we have read in the past year that have helped us to think about our habits. James Clear talks about a cueing system for habits, um, where you have your initial like drive to do something, and then you want to feed it some way, and then you have some kind of reward at the end. So in some ways, it's about stopping a habit that you don't want and figuring out how to change that cueing system. And then it's also about using that cueing system to drive the habits that you do want. Um, And so check out James Clear Atomic Habits for information on that cueing system. If you want to kind of dig into like a day-by-day habit system. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Sincero's Badass Habits is a 21-day guide to helping you with your habits. So every single day you read a new like set of pages and then she kind of pushes you forward towards your goals. She helps you create a mantra. She helps you create your habits. She helps you work towards those things. Or 
get rid of bad habits. Yes. The bottom line is that there is a science to habits. Um, There are lots of folks that can help you think about your habits. But when I started working with Laura and doing things with Laura, I hadn't read those books. No, we hadn't. (laughs) We were just on this journey together. And I had a friend that I said, yes, I'm going to work out with you every day. And uh, I decided that when I committed to that, I wasn't going to let her down. Well, and another thing that we did that we didn't know was actually part of all this research behind this habit making is that we went ahead and planned ahead and made a schedule. And a lot of the authors talk about writing it down, how it makes a difference. And so each week we said, okay, we're going to do this workout this day, we're going to do run this many minutes, we're going to work this part of our body. And we kind of each Sunday figured out what days we could work out. And then we, you know, made that part of our schedule. And I think that definitely made a difference in us keeping those habits. It absolutely did. And so I'm going to clarify, Laura sat me down and she made the schedule and she told me what I was going to do. And I said, well, absolutely, I can show up for that fun. <laughs> so I created it and she showed up. It yes. worked out great. Yes. And so even though these books have a lot to say and science has a lot to say about habits, for us, it just started with committing to something that we knew that we wanted um, with that vision of being able to be grandparents and sitting down on the floor with our grandkids and being healthy. That's what our vision was. And we decided that we were going to work towards that every single day. And everything that happened in between was just bonus. Right. Really. So some thoughts in addition to that is stack your habits. So when we were thinking about how we were going to fit in these workouts, it was within the like drive home. So I'm going to drive home from work and I'm going to stop at the gym on the way. Right. It's like a pit stop. Right. And for sometimes it was just a 15 minute pit stop. Right. It was just something getting something done, moving our bodies. And honestly, besides the moving our bodies part, I don't know that we knew when we created these habits, but it was feeding our soul as well. Oh, yeah. Because it was um, an opportunity to talk about our day. Yeah. And it was a friendship that we needed as well. Another idea is to do it every day. Uh, so we committed to each other. We were like, it's going to be five days a week. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we're just going to take this 15, 20 minute pit stop. It's going to be a placeholder in our lives until we get more strenuous, more tough. And so we went and we did the thing. Yep. We did it. Marked the box, checked it off and went on home. Right. The longer we did it, The more we were able to lift, the longer we were able to run, the harder we were able to work. So those first few weeks were like euphoria. Right. Then the next few weeks were placeholders. And then we started seeing gains. And that was exciting. Right. And then we were able to build upon that. Um, And so we started very small and we just made it something that we could do day after day, after day. Repetition, I think, helps a lot in that process as well because you do one thing on Monday and then you do it again, maybe change it just a little bit on Tuesday. And then by Friday when you're doing it, you're almost an expert. Yeah. And then we often celebrated. So we did. We would go to the gym and work out on Friday, right? But then we might go and have 
a glass of wine at our local grocery store that served wine. (laughs) To say, hey, look at this. We made it all five days. Yes. And we would talk about our week and we would invite our significant others or our friends and made it fun. And so we stacked our habits. We did it every day. Um, We made it something that we could do together that was easy for us. It wasn't hard And then we celebrated. So just some thoughts on getting these habits started. Don't be hard on yourselves. It is possible. It does take time. And be patient. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many days that I went to work out that I was like, I don't want to do this thing. Right. Oh, I had that feeling multiple times. And it was just like, you know what? If I can get 15 minutes in. Then I can go home. I can do the rest of my day. Well, and I've heard the saying time and time again, the only workout you regret doing is the one you didn't do. And Laura told me that so many times. It can be hard to actually get to the gym, to go do the things, to run, to lift the weights. But afterwards, almost 100% of the time, we felt better than we did when we walked in. So one of the things that we might be thinking about right now is returning to the gym. Or heading there for the first time. Right. Right. You might be decided that you're going to sign up for this thing that is down the street from your house. And we want to tell you some of the mistakes we've made so that hopefully you don't make them as well. So gyms can be really intimidating. Oh my gosh, Stephanie, they so can. It's crazy just to see the different people walking in and knowing that you yourself do not look that way. Not that you want to look that way, because I know that you and I really don't want to. We're going for the health benefit. But I think we all can be visual learners. And when we see that, we're thinking, oh, gosh, they know exactly what they're doing. They've been here all the time. You know, they've been here for 10 years. It looks like they live at the gym. Well, I don't belong here. I'm going in and, you know, I have my worn out tennis shoes or I am I've never stepped foot on a treadmill. I don't even know how to turn one on, you know. Those can be scary things to think about. It can be. And I had to keep telling myself, especially during those first few times, that this is a space for me. Yes. It is okay that I'm here. Nobody's looking at me. And you know what? I think a lot of us think that people are looking at you at the gym when I think a lot of us who are at the gym are just going in, doing our thing, and leaving. Right. So it's this mind game that you you play on yourself that you think everyone's staring at you when really most people are just in there doing their thing and then yeah. heading on back. And for the longest time, I was like, I'm not an athlete. I'm not a fitness person. Right. I don't get how this thing works. There's some kind of code that I don't understand. How am I going to do this? So one of our best tips is if you want to attend a group fitness class because a lot of gyms have group fitness classes and that's a great way to get a workout in and be around people. Yeah. In fact, 
A lot of researchers say that if you are a social person, doing a group fitness class is a great way to get your workout in because you get to meet that social aspect plus the workout piece. And so you want to get to these group fitness classes early. Yeah. And by early, we mean at least 10 minutes, maybe even 15. 10 to 15 minutes early when they open the doors so that you can go in, you can find a spot. You may be the person that wants to stand in the front. You may be the person that wants in the very back corner. Whatever it is that you are, you can find that spot. And you know what? Once you get there, that's your spot. Own it. It is totally fine. Don't let anybody tell you that that's their spot. Because a lot of times people can be very territorial, but... (laughs) There is room for you yes. in that class. You belong there. So another thing, Laura, is that you definitely want to squat check your leggings. Now, by this, we mean find a friend, find a spouse, find somebody you trust, put on your leggings, whether it's the old pair or the new pair, because new pairs can do this too, and go ahead and spread your legs and squat down as low as you can. And you want that friend or that trusting person to be behind you, and you want them to tell you what they see. Because even when those leggings are black, they might not be black when you squat all the way down. Exactly. (laughs) And so if you don't want them seeing whatever print is on your underwear, or if you're deciding to go without underwear, you want to make sure that you are covered. Yes. Now, for the record, I always put underwear on underneath my leggings. This was a big thing for me because I didn't want to have the underwear lines. But you know what? I'm in my 40s. I don't care about the lines. So I put my underwear on and then my leggings on top of it. And I just go to the gym. Do that squat check to make sure that your leggings are exactly how they need to be. I actually have a little funny story. My old neighbor, who's also my friend now, When we would get new leggings, because we were just two doors down from each other, she'd be like, hey, can you come do a squat check? Or I'd be like, hey, can you come do the squat? Like we like that was something that we literally asked each person to do before we wore those leggings to the gym. So it's real. So you can also ask somebody that works at your gym for a tour of the gym and a tour of the weight machines. Maybe they can show you how to set those machines. This is their job. I mean, if you're paying money every month to go to the gym, then their job is to show you how to use the stuff. And I think that's something that's not always advertised. And if you're going in to try to lift weights, but you have no clue what you're doing, you don't want to just start messing around because you could get injured and then that would hinder your progress. So ask them at the front desk. It it might be something you have to schedule. You might just be able to walk in and get one immediately, but you could call ahead and say, hey, I'm new to the gym. I'd like to have a tour. When can I set that up? Every gym I've ever been a member of has always had a complimentary weight session um, that's helped me with all of those weight machines and those things at the gym that I needed help with. After you get that tour, if you still have questions about your lifting, it's always okay to bring your phone. Pull up a video. Right. There are so many videos out there. A lot of them are quick and short and to the point, and it will show you how to do the strength workout, especially when you're doing free weights. I think it's important to do it properly. So watching a quick video, seeing how it's done, then trying it yourself, and then maybe going back and checking the video. Okay, yep, that's how I did it to make sure you're doing it properly because you want to be safe. That is so important. You learn the difference between a deadlift and a Romanian deadlift. Right. Or a hammer curl and a bicep curl. Right. And then while you're standing there and watching the video, you can see this like person that's standing in front of you that's doing it all wrong. (laughs) You're like, do you want? No, don't don't ask me if they want to see your phone. But 
is. In your mind, you can think that. Right? You can think, oh, well, I didn't know that I wanted to be here, but I can tell that at least I'm doing this right. Right. Yeah. So things to pack in your gym bag, Laura. Oh, this is so important because you want to have all your necessities in your bag so that you don't get to the gym, shower, and then realize you forgot the towel because that's happened to us. You have to shake like a dog. (laughs) Right. Or what I did was use my sweaty shirt because I didn't know what else to do. Awful. Right. Not (laughs) what you want to do, especially when you're on your way to work. When you're packing that towel, go ahead and pack some flip-flops because those gym showers, I mean, it's just think back to your high school days. Like, you don't want to walk. Funk. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing that you may not think of, and I know it was a while before I realized, like I saw like those people who I thought lived at the gym carrying one around. I thought, well, I wonder what that's for is a sweat towel. So Stephanie, what are we going to use this sweat towel for? Well, it's when we're on the treadmill and the sweat's flying and uh, we need to kind of mop it up (laughs) because you don't want to leave behind yourself places that you've been. You want to go ahead and clean up your space and leave it clean for the next person working out. I can't ever tell what temperature I'm going to be working out in when I go to the gym. Oh, right. <laughs> right. If you can't. You don't. Is, are the air going to be on? Is it going to be off? Are they going to have the heat on? What? Yep. It's tricky. So that sweat towel is always a lifesaver in the event that the temperature is just a bit warmer than what I was expecting. Another thing that's great to have, and I have found from my own personal experience, is to go ahead and buy a brand new package of athletic socks and put several in your bag. There's nothing worse than getting to the gym. You 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 wrote down your workout. You made it to the gym. Maybe you met a fitness friend. You switch in your clothes into the locker room and you realize you don't have any socks. Okay, so that's gross. I've done this before. Now, I go ahead and do the workout anyway. Oh, yeah, because you committed right. to going. Right, but the... Shoes are squishy and it's just disgusting. And you might end up with blisters and then you don't want to go the next day. Right. So just put some pairs of socks in your gym bag. And also, if you have that fitness friend, just go ahead and gift them some really nice workout socks because there's a difference. There really is. I'm becoming a sock snob, (laughs) but it's been like 10 years. So I just got the 10 packs for the longest time and that was fine too. So my last thing that I have is, well, I actually have two things, Stephanie. So one, if you are larger on top, you definitely want to make sure you pack your sports bra because there is nothing worse than going to some cardio class where you're jumping and kicking and bouncing and you're wearing a regular bra. It's going to be painful. I'm just going to put it out there. I've, it's happened to me. I went ahead and committed. I was already at the gym. I was in the locker room and changing and realized I'd forgotten it. I mean, it's actually happened to me when I ran, too. So it's happened to me more than once. One would think I would remember. <laughs> but it's good to just keep one in there. And that way, if you forget to put one in that morning or that afternoon when you're headed to the gym, you just have that backup in there. And then last but not least, my favorite tip is to go out and buy a whole brand new pack of hair ties and just have them be in your bag. Don't worry about putting some in there after you take them off. But that way, too, if somebody needs one, you can pull out your brand new package of hair ties and offer a hair tie because there's nothing worse, too, besides not having a sports bra or socks. The third worst thing is having your hair in your face when you're trying to work out. 
There you go. So some items to think about when you're packing your bag at the gym. And if you want to hear a longer list of these items or more specific information, tune into Friends Fit 40s Season 1, Episode 12. Pack your bag. We're headed back to the gym. So, Laura, for our mindfulness segment, we're going to talk about vision boards. Okay, tell us about this, Stephanie. This is something that I do with my students every single year. And so when I'm doing it with my students, I'm making one myself. And so it started with uh, just a piece of cardboard that I had, like, actually got poster board and cut it into fourths. Okay. And so gave myself a fourth of a piece of cardboard along with all of the students that were sitting around me and a whole stack of magazines. And my instructions to them were, like, just cut out what matters to you. Like, what do you love? What words resonate to you? Like, what what images resonate to you? And so we would spend some time sifting through the magazines, cutting out the pictures, cutting out the words, and then creating just a collage of uh, ideas for what we wanted for our year ahead. Oh, I love this. Kind of like old school Pinterest. Yes. Yes. Old school Pinterest. So then uh, I started adding stickers to the mix. So we started like, yeah. And also just some like idea planners so that we could start writing our things down beforehand. So kind of what we were looking for. Where do you see yourself in five years? What are your hidden dreams? Because that unpacks some of the things that are maybe not on the trajectory of uh, the life that we're currently living, right? Yes. There's, I mean, it's open and it's like, you just find the pictures and find the words and put it all together and what does it hurt, right? Just well, take a minute. It's a great visual of what you want for your life. Yes. And so it can, you can put it somewhere prominent, um, whether that's where you get dressed, in your bedroom, where you walk in the front door, in your office, and see it and just remind yourself of the things that you hope for yourself. I love this, Stephanie. Yes. So for the longest time, um, one of the things that I wanted was the opportunity to remodel a house. And like our house, we like. And so I wanted to be able to find another house to remodel. And so like, this past year, I was able to make that happen. So we were through our vision board and through the thinking and my like the dreaming and the planning and all of those things, we were able to find another house that we were able to purchase and and work on remodeling. And so I think that the vision boards actually can become something concrete. As you're thinking about the vision boards, um, try out Canva too. So this year, my challenge to my students is to create their vision board on Canva because you can find all the pictures online, right? Right. And Canva is really fun because you can do all the different fonts and you can write your own words and you can do all those things too. Add animation. Yeah. Right. It's great. It's so much fun. So we're going to do like, so I am challenging them to an eight and a half by 11 vision board and then I will, I will print it out in color. For that. Oh, fun. But I'm also thinking about, okay, so for my vision board, because I always have to have one of my own to show as an example, but also for me, what kinds of things do I want to think about and add to my vision board? Well, so we talked last week about keeping data. 
and keeping yes. data about things that were kind of concrete so that it was making a small step and not really a big step. Mm-hmm. And so my vision board this year is going to involve um, how running. many running, of course, climbing that 14er. Yes. That we are going to get to. We are. And also the amount of books that I want to read this year. So, oh, this is going to be great. Right. And then it's going to be some of those loftier things too. So, I'm going to kind of balance it between the stuff that are my tangible goals and then like maybe some of my five year goals. Okay. That would be a great activity to do on one of these cold days here in the Midwest. Yes. So if you haven't checked out Canva, you can go to canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. It's free. I mean, you can get Canva Pro and pay a little bit of money for it, but you can really, the free version is totally fine. Yeah, so much with that. And you can just play with it. You know, take, give yourself an hour, an hour and a half, put on some fun music, pour yourself a glass of whatever it is that you love and just enjoy See what you can create. Right. So there are some ideas for a vision board. You can grab your stack of magazines, try out Canva, those kinds of things. Check out vision boards. You can Google it if you want to. Um, All kinds of fun ideas for that. So, Laura, it is now time for our weekly homework. Yay. So hopefully now you have found your perfect homework notebook. And this is a spot where you are going to sit and think and dream and be inspired for the entire year. Every single podcast episode that we have, we ask you to do some kind of homework. And of course, homework this week is to try out a vision board. Um, You could use your notebook as your rough draft. You could. That'd be a great way to kind of keep those thoughts together. So set your timer for 15 minutes and just kind of plan out in one of the pages of your notebook all the words and images and things that you might want to have on your vision board. You could do your vision board for real in your notebook. Oh, that would be an idea. Yeah, that might be a really good first page too. That could be inspirational every time you open up your notebook. Yes. And so our challenge for you is to create that vision board this week. And also, what are your goals? Start setting your goals, thinking about those goals and know that it's okay to feel like I'm just going to do this goal because I want to do this goal and not because I have thoroughly researched this goal. (laughs) Right? It is not required to research completely a goal before you give it a go. Yep. So find a friend. Find your gym, find your vision board, find the thing that you want to do and just jump in and get started. With that, enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, share kindness with others. You You got got this. Friends Fit 40s, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you. 